Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good evening and welcome to the 497th episode of Travel Edge Radio. I'm your host, Roger Noriega, filling in for Dan Schlossberg, along with co-host Mary Ellen Newton Lee, (laughs) and we're in the 12th season of Travel Edge Radio. Folks, you should know, I don't do well when Dan's not here. (laughs) The show that lets you enjoy the pleasures of travel from the comfort of your armchair. Oh, Roger, you do great. Every week at this time, we talk to people representing destinations, hotels, airlines, railroads, car rental companies, and others in the world of travel and hospitality, from authors and bloggers to broadcasters and publicists. If it's got anything to do with travel, it's got everything to do with Travel Itch Radio. Tonight, we proudly present Jason Gleason, Executive Director of Destination Montclair in northern New Jersey. Welcome, Jason, to Travel Itch Radio. Thank you guys very much for having me. It's a pleasure to be on, uh, talking about the wonderful township of Montclair. Montclair is more than a bedroom suburb of New York City. It has a lot of theater, art, music, and cultural attraction of its own. First, Jason... Please tell our listeners exactly where Mount Clare is. Sure. So Mount Clare is a wonderful suburb of uh, Newark, New Jersey, situated about 12 miles uh, due west of New York City. Uh, we're about a 25-minute train ride direct from New York Penn Station, so very, very easy to get to from the city uh, right here in northern New Jersey. That is cool to know. I'm in Pomona, California, so I have a Mount Clare right next to me. I don't think it's the same one, but be this to me, how big a town is it? What's the population, Jason? Sure. So we are, uh, we are only 42,000 people, but punch well above our weight class, uh, constantly <laughs> getting compared to, uh, to Brooklyn uh, and such. Uh, quite a wonderful downtown here. Um, but, yeah, you, you'd never really know it. Uh, people are always like, wow, 42,000 people, that's it? I would have expected uh, at least, uh, least 100,000. But, yeah, um, wonderful little, uh, little community that we have here, for, uh, 42,000. Thank you. The adjacent community of Upper Montclair is built on hills. Does the Destination Montclair umbrella cover that territory as well? Uh, it does, but this is actually a common misconception. Upper Montclair is actually still Montclair. They've carved out a little identity uh, of their own, but yes, it, it does. Uh, it does cover it. Uh, Montclair is uh, is unique in that it has actually six uh, business districts, six little downtowns, um, 
most of them are very uh, very communal. But um, but yeah, Upper Montclair uh, is is an awesome little downtown. Um, that's our uptown, if you will. Uh, and then uh, and then we have a downtown as well. And then uh, four other lovely little um, communal business districts as well. Now Montclair has had some famous residents, right? Yogi Berra, for example. Could you mention no. some other people that reside in Montclair that people might know? Sure. So currently we've got uh, we've got make uh, makeup mogul Bobby Brown, uh, Stephen Colbert, uh, oh. news broadcaster Jim Axelrod. We've got tap dancer Stadium Glover, actor, mm-hmm. uh, actor Patrick Wilson, eight-time Grammy winner bass player Christian McBride. Uh, guitar player for Bob Marley, Al Anderson. Um, boy, David Tyree, I don't know if you remember in the Super Bowl, the guy that caught the football on his helmet. Uh, yes. Michael Strahan from the New York Giants as well. Uh, and uh, this was longtime home of Olympia Dukakis. Uh, we've also had some very famous artists uh, live here. Tom Nussbaum currently lives here. Uh, and then classically, George Innes is from here. We'll talk about that a little later. Uh, William Cooper, the sculptor. Um, and a few others that probably would not like to be named because they, they love living in this town and being uh, slightly, slightly anonymous. So, uh, but yeah, the, we've got a lot of very, very famous uh, people who, who live amongst us here, and, and, uh, and we, we love having them in the community. They're very active in our community. So. Great. Now, with six different train stations, do Montclair residents commute to jobs in New York or do New Yorkers do the reverse commute and come the other way for some much-needed R&R? You know, it's a little bit of both. Um, certainly residents uh, who live here certainly, you know, commute to their jobs in New York. I mean, and historically that's, that's always been the case um, and, and was certainly set up that way uh, in, in history. That's kind of why we had our, our six train stations, and it's, it, it served us quite well uh, in that regard. Um, but more and more and more, we see New Yorkers uh, coming and, and really using our downtown and the great assets that we have here, coming to our theaters and our museums and staying at our hotel and, and certainly, uh, you know, imbibing on the spirit that is Montclair um, and, and absolutely taking in some much-needed R&R um, down right, right here in Montclair. Absolutely. Well, Montclair has many places for serenity now, just plain peace and quiet. And don't you have a famous iris garden that opens next month? We do. We've got the Presby Iris Gardens uh, that is situated right by the Van Vleck House uh, and Gardens. Um, it is literally it is a sight to behold. It is incredible. Um, we also have the Avis Campbell Gardens, which is kind of a secret garden, uh, okay. if you will. It's right by, situated behind our library, and it's a wonderful little discovery moment. Now, the Montclair Garden Club uh, has been maintaining the, the Avis Campbell Garden for over 70 years, um, along with about 30, 35 different other, I'll call them, quasi-public, because many of them are situated on private residencies, gardens all around the township. Um, And I call them quasi-private because most of these gardens, um, the people who live in the houses or live on the properties, are more than happy to have people come admire these gardens. And these gardens are uh, upkept by the Garden Club in Montclair, uh, which has been operating for, like I said, 70 years, uh, upkeeping all of these gardens in town. So um, definitely a deep, rich culture of, uh, of gardening in town, no doubt. 
Mm-hmm. And how about museums? We hear the Montclair Art Museum is a, also a Blue Star Museum. What does that mean? What's it like? Yeah, our art museum is really, really incredible part of our community. Um, so a Blue Star Museum uh, really means that they offer free general admission to any active military um, oh. and, and their families all, all year round. Um, which you can go to arts.gov and, and find out uh, all the information on that. Um, but, yeah, our arts museum uh, is amazing. Uh, one of the things they specialize is collecting and preserving and showing Native American and American artwork uh, since 1914. Um, they've stewarded more than 12,000 works, including painting, works on paper, ceramics, basketry, sculpture, beadwork. Um, they're really, really wonderful. Um, and they do have a wonderful showcase of, uh, of George Innes' work as well, who was uh, a Montclair resident, um, went off to study at the, uh, at the Hudson School as well, um, and it was a very, very famous American classical painter. Sure. We're talking tonight with Jason Gleason of Destination Montclair, New Jersey. And we'd all, Jason, we'd also like to know about the Art Connects murals, the Mud Clay Studio, and the Hillside Sculpture Park. Certainly, yeah. So Art Connects Murals uh, was a program that we had started um, with the Montclair Center Business Improvement District um, actually just before uh, the mighty COVID struck, uh, where we had started putting up a lot of public art uh, downtown. So there are currently five very large murals around our downtown uh, and currently picked up um, just this, this year right now and are slating to do three more. Um, and our to do three more next year as well. So really, uh, you know, putting that art on our sleeve, if you will, uh, and, and showcasing uh, our public art downtown. Um, Mudclay Studio is a, is a brand new studio that uh, just opened up actually last week. Uh, they're a fully equipped pottery art studio offering ceramic classes uh, and hand building uh, at the Potter's Wheel. So they offer classes for uh, ages eight and up. Uh, weekly comprehensive classes, as well, well as many one-time events, perfect for uh, like crossing it off your bucket list type things, such as ladies' night, couples' night. They do clay camps uh, and teen wheel workshops and uh, team-building clay dates. Uh, and the Hillside Sculpture Park is amazing. We've got a, an awesome, awesome property owner in town uh, who had a, a, a pretty large front lawn um, and was kind of deciding what he was going to do there. It might have been a pollinator garden or the like. Uh, he actually uh, partnered with a local sculptor in town, a uh, local artist, and decided, you know, hey, I'd like you to curate uh, a little sculpture park here, and it's become just a wonderful fixture. It came, in, uh, came on the scene uh, two years ago, uh, and it's just rotating, just wonderful sculpture. We've got a, an amazing huh? art community here, so it's mostly local artists, uh, and it's just a beautiful little, almost a pocket park, if you will, um, and is a constantly rotating sculpture down there. It's, it's really beautiful, right in the right in the heart of our downtown. Mm. What is the One River Art School? Are you turning out more artists? We are, yeah. So One River Art School is an art school that opened about two years ago, right on our uh, arts plaza, right next to the Wellmont Theater. Um, very, very cool, uh, very cool art school. They also uh, offer a lot of classes. Um, I believe they're offering classes ages like three and up, and uh, mm-hmm. and yes, we are we are turning out more uh, more artists. We've been turning out more artists uh, actually since the late 1800s here, 
Um, the late uh, the Montclair Artist Colony uh, is what they were called back in the 1800s. They flocked to Montclair, taking advantage of our, our beautiful, inspiring landscape that we had here at the time. Uh, it was an easy commute to New York. Um, and as I've mentioned before, George Innes was sort of the most famous uh, of the group, but he was soon joined by lots of other painters and sculptors and stained glass artists and engravers. Um, and actually, if you go to our Montclair History Center, uh, they, they offer an eight-mile tour around the area that takes you past many of their homes and studios at the time. Um, and that sort of like set us in this very uh, artistic way, right? It's sort of at the, at the, at the heart of our, of our community here is, is very art-centered. So, appreciate that. Wonder well, River, Wonder River School is just theater. continuing. Oh, oh, gotcha. so I'm sorry about that. Sorry. Go ahead. Not at all. Montclair is known for theater as well. The long-established Walmart has regular live shows and concerts, while the Clare Ridge runs specialty films and has an annual film fest in October. Please tell us about those theaters. Oh, and also the Vanguard Theater as well. Certainly, yeah. So we've got. Um, We've got the Wellmont Theater, which is a which is a beautiful uh, 2,300 capacity uh, concert venue. Um, celebrated their 150th year anniversary uh, last year, um, and uh, it's just a I mean it's it's a wonderful wonderful venue to see concerts at. They do uh, live comedy as well, and and a whole mixture of different events there. Uh, we've got the Vanguard Theater, which is a, a local theater. Um, uh, I believe they seat about a hundred people. Um, they, their whole mission is focused on, uh, on getting, getting folks roles in theater who don't normally get roles, right? So uh, very diverse cast, um, you know, they, they, they get folks um, who are of color or who, uh, have, uh, who are of the disabled community uh, and getting them in very rich uh, roles and very rich productions. Um, and they, they have a tendency of getting folks right, right off Broadway, too, and, and getting them right in the theater. Their productions are so rich in culture, and they're so vibrant. I can't say enough about what Vanguard Theater does, and they're such an awesome addition to our community here. Um, and they're doing programming year-round. Uh, and if you, if you have the opportunity to catch a show there, it's a smaller theater, I absolutely say you got to get in there, but you kind of got to get tickets early because those shows sell out like, uh, like crazy. We've also got Montclair Film in town which is a nonprofit that runs uh, the film festival, as you had mentioned. Um, they also took over our local mu movie theater that's in town. So it's a nonprofit that's actually running our movie theater uh, that does a, a mixture of indie films and blockbuster films, which is awesome. Uh, and then we also have, uh, you know, the Montclair Art Museum, like we talked about before. We also have Studio Montclair, uh, which is a local nonprofit uh, arts organization that has a gallery on both ends of our district. So Studio Montclair and the Leach Gallery, um, which is also on the other side of our downtown. So, um, so you know, both of those uh, do do some theater spaces as well. So, there's always kind of something going on <laughs> in terms of, uh, of of local arts and, and and local theater. No kidding. Color me impressed, Jason. But what about <laughs> for the history mavens in us? Are there any history museums in Montclair? There is a history museum in Montclair. Um, so it's actually, it, it's, it's, uh, it's set in the old Crane family house, um, which was actually moved in the 50s uh, up to its current location. Uh, Montclair used to be called Crane Town um, in the, I believe it was the late 1800s or mid-1800s. Um, 
Actually, no, I'm sorry. We've got to go back in history farther than that. But uh, so, so Montclair was called Crane Town. The family that sort of founded the town were, were, were the Cranes. Um, their house, like I said, was moved up into its current location and is now the Montclair History Museum. And it's amazing. It pays homage to um, really all the works of the Montclair families um, who sort of set us on our very, very rich path. It talks about our, our early uh, YMCA, or YWCA, our YMCA, our voting rights history, um, you know, and all the, basically all the different eras that Montclair lives through. They do um, classes for like live open hearth cooking for uh, our, our uh, students that go up there. Um, they do it for adults too, which is very cool. Um, and it's, uh, they've got a Montclair Community Farms is right on the property there as well. Um, and it's just a really cool just step right back into history, um, and they do a wonderful job curating events up there as well. Hmm. That's good to know. I appreciate that. Travel Itch Radio listeners, we're talking tonight with Jason Gleason of Destination Montclair. Now, Jason, with so much art, theater, and museums, we just have to talk about the kinds of music and especially nightlife that visitors can enjoy in Montclair. Can you fill us in? Yes, we've got an awesome nightlife, and uh, and specifically with music too. Um, Montclair has a rich uh, rich tradition of jazz, um, so you can you can certainly see. Uh, jazz at our Jazz House Kids has a venue where they've been doing some live jazz shows. Uh, you can see live music um, at the Vanguard, either at a theater production or they do like these sipping things, which are very fun as well. Um, mm. We've got a private concert venue, where it's members only, uh, which is definitely something to look into, uh, which is the Vestry Concert Series. Pineapple Express Barbecue is, is, uh, is an awesome uh, barbecue restaurant with bar, and they do live music almost every single night. You could go to Trend Coffee Shop that's got uh, local music, uh, open mic nights, uh, and booked concerts uh, almost every night of the week as well. The MC Hotel has live music on Fridays and Saturday nights. They've also got a DJ at their upstairs bar at the Alto. Uh, Porta's got live DJ and dance night uh, at their venue as well. Um, kind of world's your oyster if you want to hear uh, any, any kind of live music downtown. And then obviously I'd be remiss if I didn't talk about the Wellmont Theater too, uh, which does a lot, of, uh, a, lot of, a lot of big shows. If punk rock is your scene, we've also got a small venue as well called the Meat Locker, which is actually the longest running single-owned independent concert venue on the East Coast. Really? The Meat really. Locker? <laughs> the Meat Locker. Don't count me in for that. <laughs> now, I, I know also that Montclair is known for neighborhoods and houses. Now, you mentioned the Van Vleck house. Could you tell us what makes that special and also about some other historic homes? Will visitors find Victorian homes or at least some Art Deco structures? Certainly, yeah. Um, so I think Montclair's... Um Residential architecture, I think uh, it, it could be summated in three kind of styles, uh, Queen Anne, uh, Georgian, and Tudor. But we certainly have Victorian homes. We've got Art Deco homes. Um, you know, I think one thing that's really neat about the, the residential architecture in town is it is really varied. You, you can see all mm. kinds of different housing stock here. 
And honestly, when I have family come visit here, one thing that they really love to do is they love going on the house tours. I take them on, you know, Upper Mountain Road and, and, and North Mountain Road and all these. There's some very beautiful, beautiful big homes that are historical here. And as you drive down these roads, you do see it's not the same house over and over and over again. It's these big, gorgeous houses and it's very, it's really varied. It, it really is. Um, and kind of every, every little pocket and every little nook that you go in um, has really beautiful, varied uh, architecture, no doubt. You're so listening it, to it's, going, it's going through the neighborhood. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I apologize for interrupting you. No. Sorry about that, Jason. I mentioned. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Travel It's Radio with Roger Nodiega subbing for Dan Sloshberg and Mary Ellen Nugent Lee. Check us out on iTunes, blogtalkradio.com, or the Travel Edge Radio Facebook page. Tonight, we're talking with Jason Gleason of Destination Montclair, and hopefully this time I won't interrupt him. Let's talk <laughs> retail for a second, Jason. Montclair right. has more than its share of unique and unusual shops and bistros. We're talking Montclair Book Center, White Rabbit, Blackheart, Dolly Moo, Eastside Mags, and Divine Planetary for Starters. Yes. <laughs> and the list could go on and on. We've got really amazing retail here. Um, and, and really, Montclair is kind of known for its, its mom-and-pop shops, right? So we've got a lot of single owners um, or very, very small uh, where they own like one or two just in the general region here. But I'm just going to take a minute just to call out some of our really, really uh, cool like mom-and-pop type shops. Um, just recently, we had a, a, a killer record store open, Almost Ready Records. Um, uh, as you mentioned, Eastside Mags is very cool. Um, we've got a couple of boutique-type stores that are really neat, kind of hitting this new trend of having uh, multiple artisans within their shops. So Eclectic Sheet Boutique, uh, Ann Sun, and Salt Air. Um, got a wonderful uh, women's uh, clothing boutique, very high-end and very, like, fashion-forward in Monty. Um, if crystals and healing is your thing, Culture Couture is a long stay on Church Street. Um, if uh, antiques, we used to be known very much for our antique shops. Uh, a couple of them are still here, no doubt. Montclair Antique Center and Jerry's Antiques. Um, if sneakers are your thing, we've got uh, Sneakers and Cream, Connect Clothing, and 908. Um, and if you're coming into town for uh, a little bit of uh, cannabis, uh, cannabis travel, uh, we've got Ascend, and we've got a couple uh, more cannabis retailers uh, opening up very shortly. Um, you know, the world's your oyster down here for, uh, for shopping, no doubt. Mm-hmm. And what about places to stay? We've heard some great things about the George, which is not named for George Costanza, and also about the MC Hotel Autograph Collection. What makes those two special? Sure. So the George is great. Um, and it, no, it's not named after George Costanza, but there is certainly <laughs> a room at the George that is themed after George Costanza because one of the cool things about the George is that every single room is themed after a famous George, <gasps> right? So, so George Costanza is one of the rooms there, no doubt. Um, very, very cool boutique hotel. Um, it is run um, or it is owned, I should say, uh, by Bobby Brown uh, and, 
and her husband Stephen Plofker in town. They do an excellent, excellent job uh, at sort of curating each room. Each room is very unique, and you can have a, a very cool different different kind of a stay every time that you stay there, uh, unless you choose the George Costanza room every single time because it is very cool. Um, and that really, really neat um, sort of communal space there to sort of like sit, have a drink. They've got a, an awesome like night, and, uh, night statue sitting there and a beautiful fireplace. Um, so that's a really, really neat boutique hotel that we have in town. And then the MC Hotel uh, autograph collection is, uh, is a Marriott hotel, um, but it's, it's it, you know, um, it is an autograph collection. Um, the management company is, is a Perium, so it's certainly more of the boutique style as well. Um, one thing that's really neat that's written into our town ordinances here that sort of fits in our arts vibe and culture here is that all of our new construction uh, downtown has to have an art element into the, oh. into it, right? So one thing that the MC Hotel brings is there's a ton of really beautiful artwork there, and it goes in not not just showcasing sculpture uh, and beautiful painted works, um, certainly within the lobby and the entire downstairs restaurant area, um, but even into like the wallpaper and the textures that are like within the room and all throughout the hallways and stuff. They they chose stuff that's like very visually appealing and um, and very art forward. So um, very neat. And the MC Hotel also has a wonderful bar and restaurant on the ground floor. They also have a rooftop bar that's got awesome views oh. in New York City. Oh, wow. Now, also, in addition to the October Film Festival, which we mentioned earlier, and I'm a big fan of film festivals, we know that Montclair loves to party for almost any occasion we're getting that vibe from you <laughs> now mm-hmm. as the author of 40 baseball books travelage radio host dan schlossberg has the montclair literary festival marked down for himself in august what else is on your social calendar yeah certainly so coming up uh Right around the corner here, we've got uh, our Pride Festival. It will be our second annual Pride Festival uh, on June 10th. Mm. Um, our first annual was a knock it out of the park. We shut down our main drag here, which is uh, Bloomfield Avenue. Um, and we saw almost 15,000 people last year come out and celebrate uh, with us um, right out on our, on our street um, at about 150 vendors out on the street, live performances all day, amazing time. Uh, the Jazz Festival uh, is in September. We do the same thing. We shut down the streets, uh, and everybody comes out and parties in town. It is awesome, awesome, world-class um, jazz musicians playing on three stages. Uh, it is, if I'm not mistaken, and I don't believe that I am, it is the largest free outdoor jazz festival on the East Coast now. Um, mm-hmm. We also have uh, African American Heritage. Uh, Montclair African American Heritage does a parade and a festival in our town, which is amazing to check out. Uh, talks a lot about our, um, our deep and rich uh, African American heritage in town. Um, AAPI in town does amazing cultural events throughout the course of the year. Um, they've got a Lunar New Year's Festival. They do a Diwali celebration. Uh, they do a Lantern Festival. I'm forgetting. I think they do so much programming, and I'm, I'm definitely going to forget something. We've got two <laughs> Juneteenth uh, festivals that are coming up, um, one on the Saturday just before Juneteenth, and then one on the Monday as well. Um, 
I'm gonna forget some, but we 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 do like to party. We've got a lot of we've got a lot of festivals uh, coming up, but um, and and I wouldn't say that any of them are small. Um, it's thousands of people plus every single time we we shut a road down and and have the have the community out. It sounds fun. We're talking tonight with Jason Gleason of Destination Montclair in New Jersey. Jazz fans will love your jazz block party in August and jazz festival in September. We hear it's won some big awards. It has, yeah. In 2022, we won the uh, Downtown Catalyst Event uh, Award from downtown New Jersey. Um, and, uh, and yeah, I mean, I, I just talked about the jazz festival, so I don't need to go into it too much more, but a little secret, um, although it's not so much of a secret anymore is the block party that happens, uh, just before the jazz festival in August. Um, I had mentioned earlier that one of our, uh, famous citizens here, uh, is eight time Grammy, Grammy winner, Christian McBride, the bass player. So he comes out, um, Jazz, Jazz House Kids is the one who puts on uh, the festival down here uh, in partnership with us and, some, and, and many other big sponsors in town. Um, so Jazz House Kids is an organization uh, whose mission is to, is to teach kids jazz music, right? And so what they do is during the day, um, they showcase those students and alumni uh, of the Jazz House Kids out uh, for the community. So their, their parents and aunts and uncles and everybody else kind of comes out and watches the students play. Um, and as it, the sun starts to go down, um, it gets a little heavier, and the headliner every year is Christian playing as DJ Brother Mister to where he spins the ones and twos and straps his bass on and jams along. And last year, it's just shut down on a, on a smaller side street, but we had about 4,500 people just boogieing down on the street uh, to Christian, just jamming along to his turntables. And it's just a wonderful community event that's not as big as the jazz festival itself, but it's kind of, I don't want to say it's more for the locals because, again, the secret's out, and it, it almost doubled in size last year. Um, but that's definitely one that's, like, not to miss. It's, it's one of the coolest, coolest vibes you're going to find uh, downtown here. Oh, that's fun. And let's not forget Hispanic Heritage Month, which spans September and October, and Winterfest, which includes Shop Small Saturday before the winter holidays. And isn't there going to be a Lunar New Year's celebration next February? There is, yeah. So Hispanic Heritage Month, um, uh, our Latinos of Montclair uh, is another cu- cultural organization in town. Uh, who does uh, a lot of rich programming throughout uh, Hispanic, uh, Hispanic Heritage Month um, uh, that uh, they do a celebration that takes place up at our art museum. Um, so, and then they do programming all through September uh, and, and a bit into October as well. Um, uh, and then Winterfest um, or uh, Winter Wonderland is what we called it last year, and it does include Shop Small Saturday. That's kind of the big kickoff for us. Uh, it, it kicks off our, our holiday shopping season. Uh, takes place at our uh, Walmart Arts Plaza, um, and we did all kinds of programming. So it's mostly family oriented. Uh, had a a bunch of local musicians play. A collection of all of our nonprofits there, showing off uh, what it is that they do and sort of offer to the community. Um, and then we had Santa, and we had uh, the, some elves, and well, we had Buddy Buddy the Elf actually a number of different times. 
uh, and some fairies and Elsa and all kinds of stuff for the kids, which, you know, they, they love that kind of thing. So a really nice gathering for the families. And we hand out shopping maps, though, that have a little discounts on it, uh, I guess big discounts on it, actually, for people just really encourage them to, to really get intimate with a lot of our, our shops downtown and, and, and get to know get to know our shop owners downtown. Um, so that's a lot of fun. And then, yeah, Lunar New Year is really, really fun. It takes place in February. Um, and AAPI really knocks that out of the park. You know, dragon dancers um, and, and, uh, and just a really, really wonderful event uh, that also takes place at our art museum as well. Hmm. And eating and drinking are important parts of anyone's visit. So could you tell us about Amante Vino? I, we hear every manager holds a Level 3 award in wines from the Wine and Spirits Education Trust. And um, where can you go for a good pastry after your meal? Certainly. So Monte Vino is great. Um, they're, uh, I guess you could call them a, a boutique wine shop. Um, mm. Certainly every single person that works in that shop is incredibly knowledgeable. It is true what you said about uh, holding level three awards. Um, so when you walk in, you can kind of just say, hey, look, I'm looking for a white in this price range, this is what I'm eating or this is what restaurant I'm going to. They're all very knowledgeable of all the restaurants that are in town too and what cuisine they offer. Um, you know, being sort of the, the culinary capital here, they're, they're very well known uh, what's going on and they're, they're happy to pair you up with, uh, with an excellent selection. You almost can't go wrong with something that they have there. And the, the owner there, Sharon, uh, is incredibly knowledgeable and she handpicks uh, and curates all of the different wines that are in there. Um, every single wine that's on the shelf also has a wonderful description of, of every wine that's on the shelf as well. They also have a super tightly curated um, beer selection uh, and, a, and a liquor mm. selection as well. So it's kind of stuff you're not going to find. It's a lot of the stuff that's off the beaten path. So you're not going to find big labels there. Um, we also have, we've got, uh, they're not the only wine shop in town either. We've got, uh, we've got other uh, great, uh, wine stores, wine guys, uh, and others. Um, and then, yeah, Jace Baudry Pastry, amazing, mm-hmm. amazing pastry shop in town. Uh, and, again, they're not the only ones as well. Uh, Le French Dad is another great pastry shop in town. Um, and, and there are certainly plenty of places to get, uh, to get, to get sweets after your meal. Um, you know, most of our restaurants have a wonderful dessert menu as well. So uh, you're, you're not you're not going to go you're not going to go uh, go hungry, or if you've got a sweet tooth, you're you're not going to be not satisfied. So it sounds perfect. We're talking tonight with Jason Gleason of Destination Montclair. We hear Montclair has multiple restaurants that provide culinary events worthy of celebrities. Would you uh, tell me a little about that, Jason? Uh, I can, yeah. Um, you know, it's funny, over the last uh, number of years, I think Montclair was uh, sort of earning this distinction of being the, the culinary capital of New Jersey. Um, and and really, from my perspective, uh, and, and being formerly in the, uh, in the restaurant world myself or the, the, the hospitality world, um, you know, I'm going to go ahead and claim it now. Uh, it was actually claimed at a ribbon cutting the other day uh, by a by a, <laughs> a, a famous chef here who is uh, who's set up shop as well. And we are the culinary capital of New Jersey. And I think 
um, you know, many different cities and towns in New Jersey uh, that are sort of food destinations are really known, I think, for one type of cuisine. Like this is that's the place to go for Italian food or that's the place to go for French food. Or um, I think one of the things that's really interesting about Montclair is that we have a really wide swath of, uh, of culinary options here. So, you know, if you want French dining, um, you can go to Fabor. You know, it's, it's rated one of New Jersey's top 30 by New Jersey Monthly Magazine. Um, mm-hmm. We've got an Ethiopian place called Misab, which is uh, Zagat rated. It's been here for 20 years. It's a, it's a mom and pop restaurant true to its core. Uh, the owner and her sister uh, are, well, they're both the owners rather, but um, it's front of house, back of house, right? And almost everybody who works within that restaurant are actual family, aunts, uncles, cousins, the like. Uh, 20-year Ethiopian restaurant that it's hard to get into on a Friday and Saturday night. You need a reservation. So that, I think, just really says a lot. Um, We've got Nami Nori and Jing Nan, who are are very newcomers to the culinary scene here. Uh, They're both Michelin-rated restaurants. you got to get a lunch reservation at these places. Um, You like Italian food? We've got Fashino, a staple here. They've been here for 20-plus years. Uh, Chef Ryan says uh, his style is Italian without borders. Pasta Ramen, a reasonable newcomer here as well. That was the one I was saying we did a ribbon cutting for the other day. They blend Japanese and Italian influences, uh, a wafu style. They booked 2,800 reservations in their first week. Wow. 2,800 reservations in their first week. That's crazy. Um, We've got a lot going on down here and, and, and really a lot to offer. And that, what I just mentioned, is just the tip of the iceberg. I mean, Zugma is one of the best Mediterranean restaurants I've ever eaten at. Um, and, and the list goes on. So certainly there's, there's something for, uh, for every culinary palate here. Um, and again, I, I just kind of touched on a, on a couple of them. There's, uh, I don't know, probably 80-plus restaurants here. And you kind of have to be great. To, to open downtown because uh, we've got a discerning palate here in Montclair. So. <laughs> wow. wow, that is cool. Now, I understand coming to the downtown center is Brick City Vegan, which promises mm-hmm. to prepare meals in front of patrons and provide meals with sustainable ingredients. Yeah, so we're, we're really excited to get uh, Brick City Vegan here. Um, so she's, she's opening uh, Brick City Vegan. It's a Farm to Soul uh, restaurant, as she calls it. Um, uh, Adina Bio is her name, uh, and she's the owner. She uh, she grew up uh, in the area. Um, used to used to come to Montclair all the time and spend a lot of time here. She's she's a spouse, uh, just really loving Montclair and always wanting to have opened a, a restaurant here. Um, that's not the only place she's opening. She's also opening uh, a place called Cornbread, right? Um, so it's, it's a little bit of both. But, yeah, they do make the, the meal right in front of you, and all of her restaurants uh, – I'm sorry, all of her ingredients, rather, um, are uh, – you know, they kind of take the farm-to-table concept and, and really nail it home. So uh, most, uh, most, if not all, of the ingredients that they're using there are, like, hyper-local farms. Um, and she's, uh, you know, she's made a great commitment to work with, uh, with other nonprofits in town and work with other businesses. Um, she's already putting her money where her mouth is and volunteering at uh, Tony's Kitchen, which is a local food pantry here um, or a local, um, uh, you know, uh, soup kitchen, I guess you'd call it, um, that feeds, I don't know the exact number, but it's some ridiculous, they're 20,000 some meals a week. Um, 
wonderful. We're so excited to have her open up here because uh, her her restaurants are incredible, um, and we're very, very fortunate to have her. So another wonderful addition to our our restaurant scene here, no doubt. Wow, yeah, no kidding. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, tonight we're talking with Jason Gleason of Destination Montclair. Now, Jason, I want you to tell us how – Travelish Radio listeners can learn more about Montclair, New Jersey, but also let our listeners know how how short the train ride is to get from New York to Montclair because it is really is a hop, skip, and a jump, right? Sure, yeah. So my office is about a three-minute walk from a direct line, which is Bay Street Station, to our downtown. So three-minute walk to mm-hmm. our train station, and then it's 26 minutes to New York Penn Station on oh, train. That's perfect. That's so we're perfect. Talking, we're talking 30 minutes to downtown Manhattan from here, which is super, super easy. Um, yeah. I actually like to joke that we're perfectly situated here. I'm 30 minutes from anywhere, right? Uh, 30 minutes from the mountains, 30 minutes from the city, 30 minutes from the beach and, and, and whatnot. Um, and so, uh, so, yeah, and – you were very, very close to the New Jersey Turnpike. We're very, very close to the Garden State Parkway. We're very close to 280. Uh, we're very close to Route 3. Um, kind of all, all roads travel to Montclair. Uh, very fortunate in that regard. Um, so, yeah, by all means, uh, kind of hard not to find us uh, if, you're, if you're searching. Um, and then how oh, and you, you tempted us, too. I mean, and oh I've tempted goodness. you just a just a little bit, yeah. We've made a list. Um, <laughs> and then, how do you find out more about Montclair? Um, mm. Well, I'll give you the I'll give you the hard answer, and then I'll give you the first answer. The hard answer would be, um, well, you could check out the plethora of New York Times articles that have been written about us. Um, we've got an award-winning local nonprofit um, uh, uh, newspaper called Montclair Local. Um, they've got an online version, uh, obviously, where you can check them out as well. Um, that, that writes a bunch of wonderful articles about what's going on in town. Um, you could go to MontclairCenter.com, um, which is uh, which is our uh, destination Montclair sister organization. It's got a directory and a list of events for everything that's going on downtown. That's the hard answer. The easy answer? Come here. <laughs> I mean, I there's it. no better there's no better way to find out what's going on uh, than to than to come here and 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 experience you know our 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 rich culture. I mean, um, I I fell in love with the place when I came here 20 years ago. Uh, I'm from Minnesota originally, and and it kind of reminded me of home. The people here are wonderful. Uh, it's the kind of place where you know people are going to open the door for you and tip a hat and say hello uh, as you're walking down the street. Um, wonderful diversity, wonderful culture, wonderful arts, and there's always something going on in Montclair. Whether you want to see a live comedy or live music or arts, or uh, you're going to find something here uh, that suits your palate. So. Um, and then obviously the amazing restaurants that we talked about as well. So, yeah, I think mm-hmm. that the easiest way is just come here and check it out. Will do. Give me a ring. I'll, I'll be happy to show you around. <laughs> Great. Excellent. Appreciate that, Jason. Our guest tonight has been Jason Gleason, Executive Director of Destination Montclair. Thank you for being our guest on Travel Itch Radio. Thank you and... very much for having me. I really appreciate the opportunity. 
And now the baseball season has started. There's nothing better off for off days and rain delays than a good baseball book, like Dan Schlossberg's latest, Baseball's Memorable Misses, an unabashed look at baseball's craziest zeros, the funniest and most unusual baseball book of the year. It's an illustrated and entertaining paperback, and it's only $14.99 at your bookstore or even less from Amazon.com. Look for Sandy Koufax on the cover. It's a great deal. I read it, and I'll tell you, I can vouch for it. It's hilarious. Get it tonight. Well, that's it for this edition of Travel Itch Radio. Next week, we'll have Gene Sullivan of the California Wine Institute. Another great show, same time, same station. Now, this is Roger Noriega, pinch hitting for Dan Schlossberg, along with Mary Ellen Nugent Lee, saying thank you for your time this time until next time. Good night, and stay safe. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.